Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in in what part of the country? Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. This is Next Steps for Seniors with your host, Wendy Jones. Each week, Wendy brings resources and information to help guide you through those next steps for your elderly parent or loved one. Now, here's Wendy Jones with this week's guest. Good morning and welcome to Next Steps for Seniors. I'm your host, Wendy Jones, and also owner and operator of Next Steps for Seniors, the business, as you all know. And each and every week, we really do our best to bring pertinent information just to share with you uh, as you age or maybe you have a loved one uh, who is aging. And some of the things that we discuss on this program uh, in regards to care are maybe the different disease states. Um, We've talked to attorneys. But our guest today is from uh, probate support specialists, and she is here to talk to us about guardianship, about um, your rights. Many different things happen as we age. And one of the biggest is who is accountable for our loved ones. And so I'm super excited to have Charlene with me um, this morning. Good morning, Charlene. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And how do you pronounce your last name? Distler. Distler, just like it sounds. Okay. So Charlene's office is in Clinton Township. It is. Tell us a little bit about your background. That's God's path for me. Boy, if you ever need an example of, of God's path. His providence is, is amazing, yeah, isn't it? It is. Every <laughs> job I've ever had has prepared me for the work I do now. And um, originally I worked for uh, the probate court, and it was a, a real interesting education. Um, I never knew the probate court had jurisdiction over as many different parts of your life as they do. And... Uh, it came to the point where I knew that um, God's calling to me was more um, in having to do guardianship. And so consequently, um, I ran a, the county's guardianship program, and then I went out and on, on my own. and uh, Started her own business. There you go. 16 years ago. So. 16 years. Yep. Yep. Wonderful. Well, I'm on eight years, so you got mm-hmm. me doubled. <laughs> <laughs> I want to grow up and be just like you someday. So we're going to talk about, um, we're going to talk about guardianship because a lot of people don't understand what that is and what the difference is between public guardianship and guardianship. So I'm going to start with that question. Okay. Um, guardianship is the legal process whereby the judge is given information as to cognitive impairment, the level of cognitive impairment that an individual has. 
it's something that everybody in that courtroom takes very seriously. And it's a legal process whereby the judge is given the legal basis to determine that you are cognitively impaired to the point where you can't make informed decisions. And I know that's a lot of big words. So if you have a loved one or if you think yourself that you're faltering mentally, the cognitive impairment is, a, is something that they focus on. And so the court brings in a guardian ad litem, a disinterested third party that has the legal knowledge to help the judge determine whether you are cognitively impaired or not. And then you're, another big word, adjudicated. In other words, the judge makes the decision that you are impaired to the point where you can't, you're not making good decisions for yourself. So... This is so critical when it comes to, you know, us as we work with seniors, as you know, and everyone listening to this program has a loved one and is curious about this topic because we hear the word thrown around a lot, but nobody ever really understands the impact of it. Mm -hmm. So, so that helps a lot. And what happens as we age is I think we still think we can make decisions and do things, right? Exactly. But others are watching us going, "Mm, I don't think they're really making the right decisions. But how? it's such an uncomfortable position. So what would you recommend to people listening to the program right now? I know I'm putting you on the spot. This wasn't on your list of questions. (laughs) But people who are listening to the program that are like, I'm not really sure mom or dad should be doing X, Y, Z. Or if you know somebody that you You've noticed their cognitive abilities have definitely decreased. Maybe they're not driving anymore. Um, you know, things that you're you're concerned about. How does what does that conversation look like? It's so hard to talk to our loved ones. I think that's the biggest challenge everybody has. For those who are surrounded by loved ones, we see that it's the hardest conversation for them to have with their parents or a loved one because you're threatening their independence and all of us work really hard our whole lives and when we get to our golden years those are are the years that we worked for right Mm -hmm. to enjoy Mm -hmm. and someone threatening to take that away from us or to limit that in any capacity is is very very traumatic it's extremely traumatic and so you have to gentle into those conversations it's something that um, you, you can't be aggressive about it. You have to say, Mom, did you realize the checkbook didn't balance? And what is this check for $500 that got written? Um, who is this check to and who is this person and how are they involved in your life? It has to be a non-threatening approach. Otherwise, you're going to meet with resistance. Well, one of the other things I do is talk about safety Mm. because safety is something when we're all concerned about safety of our loved ones. And if we see something that's not safe, right, like them driving and they shouldn't be driving, clearly if you've got children that are 16 years old and you have a grandmother or a mother that's on the road that shouldn't be there, there's no better, like, alertness than that, right? Because you're right. like, I don't want my mom on the road with my 
son. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Those are uh, that and um, the medication. We see the medication as one of the initial issues where they can't plot and um, put out their medications properly or they're not taking their medications properly. Those those say, cues. Yeah, I just say focus as much as you can on safety. And if we if they're cognitive enough to understand what you're saying, they will they will hopefully get it, right? True. And then that's when you need to become their guardian to help make those decisions, right? Is that how it works? Talk to me. Talk us through this process. There's actually a step before guardianship and it's called powers of attorney. And those are vital, vital instruments that you can, that these are gifts that you can give your children to empower them to act on your behalf so that guardianship and the courts don't get involved in your life. So first you have that sit down with mom and dad and say, hey, we think it's time that you start um, considering your health and safety issues. We need to be able to protect you when the time comes, when, when maybe... You know, you guys aren't doing as well as you are now. And so consequently, let, let's go to an attorney. Let's talk about the issues that need to be laid out. The, one of the best gifts that you can give your children is to go to an attorney and make those tough choices and then go home and inform your family what your wishes are. And I'll tell you, because we work closely with families, that is the number one thing that everyone says when, when they're because we're dealing with, with the older adult who's talking about their parent, right? And they're like, what do I need to do so I don't have to go through what I'm going through with my mom and dad right now? And the first thing I say to them is get all of your forms in order. Talk to an attorney, get the power of attorney, do all the right things so you don't have to go through jumping through hoops what you're doing now. And it usually has to do with finding information, not knowing what's going on, we're a very secretive generation. We don't want everyone to know everything. But I'll tell you what, when your kids are in the dark and you're in trouble, we've got serious problems. And you do not want the state, right, exactly. making decisions for you. You'd exactly. much rather have somebody you know, if at all possible. Absolutely. Um, to, have, to be able to care for your loved, your loved ones is a wonderful uh, um, calling and having the court interfere with that process is very it's devastating to families both emotionally and financially yeah nobody wants to go through it and anyone who's listening to this program right now who's been through it you're saying to yourself oh it was the worst scenario please i'm just begging you please get the power of attorney i want to say i i saw a percentage at one point only 25% of the people have a power of attorney, something like that. Would would that be your guess, too? Um, in years past, I saw 34%, and mm -hmm. that's still low. Um, it's under 50, for yeah, sure. Definitely. It's it's shocking to me yeah. that under 50% of the people are not getting a power of attorney. Mm -hmm. It's true. Um, we keep thinking, oh, we'll get to it, we'll get to it. And then the time comes if you have a stroke and, you, and you've been found to be impaired, Doctors will not allow you to sign that power of attorney, and you'll, your family will end up in court. They have to be cognitive. Correct. In order to sign the power of attorney. And if there is no cognitiveness there, that's when the guardianship comes in, correct? Correct. And we're going to get into that in our next segment. 
Again, you're listening to The Patriot at FM 101.5 AM 1400. You can also reach Charlene at 586-415-0136. Again, that's probate support specialists. And our number, 248 651 5010 at Next Steps for Seniors. We'll be back in just a few moments to talk further about guardianship if you have not done the power of attorney already. Have you or a loved one been diagnosed with spinal stenosis? I'm Dr. Marion McMillan, Medical Director of Synergy Spine, Michigan. Spinal stenosis affects 50% of people over age 60. Patients with spinal stenosis cannot stand, walk, or enjoy normal activities without severe pain in the back, hips, and legs. Now, spinal stenosis can be treated through a lighted tube no larger than a pencil without the risk or expense of major spinal surgery with rods, plates, or screws. The endoscopic surgical procedure is performed on outpatients in about an hour. Patients go home the same day and can resume normal activities in just a few days. It's the modern alternative to major spinal surgery. Contact Synergy Spine Michigan toll-free at 833-770-8100 or at SynergySpineMichigan.com. That's 833-770-8100 or SynergySpineMichigan.com. I'm Brian Kurtz, president of AIP Financial Services. A fixed annuity is similar to a CD at a bank. They both give you a guaranteed interest rate for a certain period of time and are very safe. Fixed annuities, though, typically pay a higher interest rate than CDs, and the interest is tax-deferred until you take it out. As an independent advisor, I'm proud to be able to offer the highest guaranteed rates anywhere in the nation. Call AIP Financial Services today at 866-247-6663 to find out what you could be earning on your safe money. Stand up. Hello, Positive Patriots. You're invited to tune in every Saturday, noon to 1, on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. We're also on Facebook.com forward slash Positive Patriots Show. Evolution, not revolution. Yes, tune in to the Positive Patriot every Saturday, noon to 1. God bless us, everyone. What's the biggest blessing you can imagine this Christmas season? How about having your mortgage or rent paid for in 2021? It's possible when you enter the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Sweepstakes. Enter once a day to increase your opportunities to win. See rules and conditions for details. To our Merry Christmas. God bless it. Enter WDTK's Christmas Mortgage Miracle at PatriotDetroit.com. Sponsored by James Mangiapane and Lana Mangiapane of Residential Real Estate, Inc. If you're drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available and free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing throughout the country, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call the Community Tax Helpline at 800-500-5588. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, there's no need to fear anymore. But you have to call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-500-5588 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your Social Security check. Call 800-500-5588 for your free consultation and to see if you qualify. That's 800-500-5588. 
today. This is Randy Brown with the Patriot Detroit, and I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us at 101.5 FM and AM 1400, you can also listen to us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap News Talk, and scroll down to WDTK, the Patriot. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. This is Wendy Jones, and you're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. Welcome back to Next Steps for Seniors. We're here today with Charlene Disler with Probate Support Specialists, and she is talking about guardianship. She's talking about all the steps that need to be done in order to properly move into the next phase of our lives. So um, we, we talked in the last segment, Charlene, a little bit about power of attorney, which is the step before guardianship. So if for some reason you weren't able to get your power of attorney, right, and now your parent or loved one is not cognitive, is it true that this is when you step in as far as guardianship? Hopefully, you'll never meet me. I'm a public guardian, (laughs) and there's a difference between a family guardian and a public guardian. So um, guardianship is the legal process whereby the judge listens to the medical community, the disinterested third party that the court sends out called the guardian ad litem. They issue a report to the court, and between the testimony given by a family member the disinterested third-party guardian ad litem giving their report and the medical information supplied to the court, the judge then can make a legal ruling that you are cognitively impaired and therefore need the assistance of someone helping you to make medical decisions, placement, um, who visits you, who's harmful to you. Those kind of health and safety is number one. Okay. So you mentioned public guardianship. Talk to us about that. Public guardians are a small percentage of what goes on in probate court, but we are a necessary and essential function. Um, we work together with the court. Uh, most most of the guardianship companies are um, social workers that have saw the need for caring for others, and they've gone ahead and they've opened up their companies. Um, my my perception, my viewpoint's a little different. Um, I come from the legal background and I saw this dire need for really good guardian, guardianship companies. And so uh, 16 years ago, I opened my own. I think it's a great idea. Yeah. And I'm going to give you a story, um, listeners that where Charlene stepped in and really helped me. And I know you have a ton of stories to share with our (laughs) listeners too. Wish I didn't. But this is, this is a scenario I had um, a call into the office from the hospital, and there's a sweet little man in the hospital, and his, uh, I want to say, daughter lived in Texas, but they haven't spoken since she was three, I want to say. So she was the only person that was available uh, for her father because his wife passed away and was on the floor in the apartment for, I want to say, four days, and he thought she was sleeping. So that's how much dementia and cognitive impairment he had. And so he, so they somehow the police find out. They take her to the morgue. They take him to the hospital, and that's when I get the call. 
And now I'm here with, okay, so, I mean, this guy's got an apartment. He's got all of his stuff there. He's got nothing with him, no, no credit card, no nothing. So, I mean, talk about a pickle. And so I'm talking to the daughter on the phone, and she doesn't even know where his apartment is, not alone anything about this man. So long story short, of course, I call Charlene because <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I need help. I need help. And we were able to, you know, I visited this gentleman in the hospital, uh, was able to get his key to his apartment. His daughter flew home from Texas. We went to his apartment and secured his driver's license, his credit card, his checkbook, you know, some cash. I mean, whatever we could get from that apartment that, that Charlene would need to really take over his estate, to be quite honest. Um, this poor gentleman didn't have anybody. And this daughter who grew up without him completely really does not have the capacity or the wherewithal to take care of him at this point. Um, so that's where Charlene, bless you, stepped into the picture. So that's just a small story. But tell us from the, from the legal side what that looks like. Uh, when uh, um, an interested party determines that there's someone that is severely demented, um, there's three, three categories. We have mentally ill. We have those that are developmentally disabled since birth, usually. And then we have the demented or someone who's so physically infirm that they need the assistance of another person to, uh, to assist with financial matters, keeping them qualified for government programs, those kind of things. So we have those three categories of people that we serve. Um, this gentleman was obviously demented. He does have family, but as you pointed out, they don't have uh, the wherewithal here in Michigan to do what needs to be done. And this is a, a really good example of what a public guardian will do. We, we can come in. We will be empowered by the court by being appointed their guardian and or conservator. And we can investigate, figure out what financially they are able to afford. And we help the family we provide a team approach to guardianship. So I, I'll be speaking with the daughter and, and the two of us will be acting in tandem to provide for him. Um, you were wonderful in getting him a placement that would take care of him until the court had a hearing and actually empowered me. The hearing During the hearing, the judge would um, determine that he needed assistance. And you have to be careful because... A guardianship is a suspension of a, of a human being's rights. And so I take that very, very seriously. And so um, we, you, you searched for a power of attorney. There was none. And so then the next step is guardianship. So we give the, the judge the legal basis because medically the doctor provided a letter. The guardian ad litem interviewed him and determined that he wasn't safe with himself. The self-neglect was evident. And the daughter gave testimony that, um, um, you know, she got this phone call in the middle, middle of the night kind of from thing. The hospital, from yeah. the hospital, yeah. So um, we're appointed, and we'll take, um, 
we'll do a change of address, and that's where we get a lot of information from. We'll know where he does his banking, and then we track down the banking. Um, on the bank statements, you're going to find out where his income is, whether it's a pension, Social Security, uh, an annuity payment, a long-term care policy. Those kind of things are what we're looking for. And a lot of times we're able to establish that and then hand it back to the family. Mm-hmm. So, I was so thankful. That's all I can say. This poor gentleman. And, you know, I was there in the hospital with him. I actually was there when he moved into his new assisted living. Um, I, I just can't imagine these people that don't have anybody And believe it or not, Charlene, there are so many of them out there. And that's where my passion is. And that's why I started my foundation, to be quite honest, because people don't have anywhere to turn. And that's what our goal is at Next Steps for Seniors Foundation is to be there to advocate for these people, to support them, um, to help them spiritually, too. I mean, there's just it's shocking to me. And, you know, I'm just going to go on my little rampage for just a second because the Bible says to respect your elders. And I believe we have lost that as, as not just a state or a community, but as a nation, we really need to pay attention to our seniors and our elders. They are the ones that have lived through all these other pandemics. They've lived through riots. They've lived through wars. They've lived through pretty much everything that you can think of right now. And now during this pandemic, COVID-19, these seniors are isolated and alone. They're living through this pandemic completely and utterly alone. All the other things they've experienced in their lives, they've been able to live through with their family. And now we're asking them to be alone. That's the part that just does not sit right with me. I am 100% sure any senior, any loved one that you have would say, I just want to see my family. They don't even care about COVID-19. They don't even care if they die. They're already at end of life. They know their days are numbered. They just want to see their families. So that's my cry for help. I just wanted to say it because family is so important. And listeners, if you do not have a power of attorney, and you're listening to this program right now, I urge you, I plead, I beg you to get a power of attorney. And if you know someone who's not cognitively able to get a power of attorney and you've missed the window, call Charlene. Because at least now you can get public guardianship for that person and they and you can know that they're cared for properly. It's so critical. And I'm going to give you Charlene's number again. It's 586-415-0136. These are the times, especially now, right, Charlene? It's incredible. The, the volume is just like tripled. Especially now. Because I think people are recognizing, I oh, gosh, I never did that. And really, if you can't get in to see your loved one, On the phone, they won't talk to you if you're not power of attorney. Am I right? Correct. They can't give you information about your loved one. If your loved one's in a nursing home and you do not have a power of attorney, good luck. You have got to get that power of attorney and you've got to get it quick. You're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. Have you or a loved one been diagnosed with spinal stenosis? I'm Dr. Marion McMillan, Medical Director of Synergy Spine, Michigan. 
Spinal stenosis affects 50% of people over age 60. Patients with spinal stenosis cannot stand, walk, or enjoy normal activities without severe pain in the back, hips, and legs. Now, spinal stenosis can be treated through a lighted tube no larger than a pencil without the risk or expense of major spinal surgery with rods, plates, or screws. The endoscopic surgical procedure is performed on outpatients in about an hour. Patients go home the same day and can resume normal activities in just a few days. It's the modern alternative to major spinal surgery. Contact Synergy Spine Michigan toll-free at 833-770-8100 or at SynergySpineMichigan.com. That's 833-770-8100 or SynergySpineMichigan.com. You know, strong-willed children take a lot of time and attention, so it's pretty easy to overlook your other children who might be more compliant. This is Focus on the Family Minute, and parenting expert and mom, Cynthia Tobias, shares a conversation she had with her son, Robert. kind of drew him aside one morning, and I put my arm around him, and I said, Robert, do you have any idea how valuable you're going to be when you grow up? He says, what do you mean? And I said, you're going to be able to work almost any place you want because you will have incredible experience and ability to work with strong-willed people. You've practiced with the best, your brother, your mother. I mean, you're learning every day how to bring out the best in somebody really strong-willed and and strong personality. He goes, yeah, I guess maybe you're right. Helping a quieter child recognize their strengths is one of the best things you can do for them. More from Cynthia today at FamilyMinute.org. Hey, Warrior fans, this is Sean Belegian cordially inviting you to join us back on the highway right here on your home for the Warriors, FM 1015, AM 1400, The Patriot. Every Saturday until December 19th, we get in the time machine and we head back to 2011 and look back on that magical season right here, 1 o'clock on Saturdays on your home for the Warriors, FM 1015 and AM 1400, The Patriot. If you owe back taxes, there's a lot you need to know, starting with rule number one. Don't mess with the IRS. They are cracking down this year by sending out heart-stopping letters, actively garnishing paychecks, levying bank accounts, and putting liens on homes and businesses. That's all true, but it's also true there's a way out. It's called the Fresh Start Initiative, an important government program for tax debt assistance. It's one of the biggest breaks the IRS has ever offered, so now's the time. You could qualify for tax relief that saves you thousands, even tens of thousands. Nobody knows this program like the award-winning experts at Optima Tax Relief. They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and will fight to get you the best deal possible. Don't mess with the IRS. For tax help you need, for tax help you can trust, call Optima now for a free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Hello, friends. This is Robert Dempster, host of The Positive Patriot. I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap the News Talk, and scroll down to WDTK The Patriot. It's all that simple. Or just pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, it sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out today at Radio.com. Thank mm-hmm. you. 
This is Wendy Jones, and you're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. We're talking about guardianship today, and we've got Charlene Disler from Probate Specialist with us. I said that wrong. Probate Support Specialist. (laughs) But it's really critical, um, and I know I went on a little bit of a rabbit trail the end of the last segment, but it's really critical, especially during this time, to make sure that you have a power of attorney and or a guardianship. And I think that it's, you know, these are the times you want to hear about your loved one. You're not able to get into a community to see them. You've got to get information. So let's come up with a way to do that. And the number one way is to become a power of attorney. Um, And guardianship is critical. So tell us a little bit, Charlene, moving forward, can guardianship be reversed? Absolutely. Those are our stories of joy. And we usually have a couple of those a year um, wherein someone's had a stroke and they can't communicate. So the court will appoint us to um, help them make decisions. And they recuperate and they rehab and we do that petition to terminate and those are happy days we always celebrate those those are good things that is excellent yeah and it can happen it can we've we've seen people rehab and that's that's there's miracles that do happen let me just say that so can the power of a of um can the powers of a guardian be limited or restricted yes so Um, tell us how what that looks like a lot of times um It'll come to the uh, preview of the court because a sibling isn't letting someone visit mom or dad. And so there's a fight over this um, who's, who's the guardian, and the guardian makes decisions about who visits. So if you are appointed the guardian and um, a sibling doesn't know how to conduct themselves with mom and dad's visit, then you have the right to restrict them and visit them. So that's a power that's given to the, to the guardian. But if that's what's at issue, the judge has the right to limit that power that the guardian has. And, for instance, um, the judge may say, all right, I am ordering visitation. And it is going to be supervised until such time as the sibling knows how to conduct themselves with mom and dad. Um, visitation at, at, in those times um, should be uplifting experiences. They should be joyful for the parent. This person is cognitively impaired, usually because of dementia. And joy is the only thing we should be bringing to these people's lives. A discussion of how they got dragged into court or who's got the money and who's... Who's doing this and who's doing that? That that doesn't help the person that's demented. It advances their dementia because it stresses them out. I've seen it time and time again. And so the, these are the things that the judge will move to limit the power of the guardian. And um, sometimes you're not able, I will get a restriction where I'm not able to move someone um, unless I come to the court and have an order. Mm-hmm. So... These are um, one of the, <laughs> uh, we received objections that I was ordering supervised visitation for a, a woman, and it uh, it was a spouse. And when I turned in the medical records from the nursing home wherein she had brought assistance to the nursing home in the form of two huge um, gentleman with her to hold a pillow over my ward's face in order to make him expire. (laughs) Yeah. These are the, these are day-to-day operations that we face in our, in our world, in our world. And so we had him moved. We had all of his names changed over, um, 
anything having to do with him so she couldn't find him. And I had to justify that action to the judge, obviously. It was his spouse. Well, clearly we know why she wasn't the guardian. <laughs> right. And that he never had children, I'm assuming. I mean, Correct. you hear so many stories, right? I mean, literally walked into a nursing home with two little, two big bodyguards mm-hmm. and a pillow to put over her husband's face. Right. He had an insurance policy that she wanted. Oh, my gosh. Unbelievable. Yeah, you just can't make this stuff nope. up. You can't. You cannot make... When you said you had stories, I didn't know you had a story like that. (laughs) Yeah, tell us another story. Not quite as extreme. (laughs) Um, We had a a gentleman come to us, and he said, my parents love everybody in the neighborhood except me. They won't let me in their house, and the uh, police department's been calling, and they need me to get the situation under control. And I said, well, what's going on? And he said, they won't let me in the house. I don't know what's going on. I went to their house. Now, mind you, uh, the gentleman was 94 and mom was 92, and they tag-teamed me. I'll tell you, they presented really well. And I call it the 22-minute rule. You can talk to somebody for about 22 minutes, and after that, if they have dementia, that it, sh- it starts showing. Well, they were tag-teaming me. So as soon as one so got... So you had 44 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as they were taxed, they kind of cued each other, and the other one would start taking over. And I said you know, um, do you mind if I look in your refrigerator? No, no. And there were eggs in there and other other things. And I said, what'd you guys have for breakfast? Because when you walk into a house, you can smell if someone's been cooking. And he was complaining he was hungry. I said, what'd you have for breakfast? We had eggs and toast and potatoes. And I said, okay. So I looked in the refrigerator. I counted the eggs. And then I said, well, I understand that you you do banking here. And there had been an allegation that a neighbor had taken $5,000. So um, I said, let's go to the bank. And within 15 minutes of our arrival at the bank, he had given me permission to talk to the banker. And that, that's a scary proposition because I, I presented no paperwork to the banker. I was not empowered in any way, shape, or form to speak on their behalf but he sat there having dementia, and I was able to, to sway him to give permission to the banker to speak to me. And in point so of you f- wonder how many of the neighbors had been doing the same thing. Is exactly. What your concern is. Exactly. Yes. And so the and- banker was glad I was there, and I, I informed him of what my purpose was. We went and we got the son-appointed guardian and conservator. And uh, we nipped a lot of abuse in the bud. But the other part of that story is I went back the next day and I counted the exact same number of eggs and the bread was still in its same place. And I said, what would you have for breakfast? Oh, we had eggs and toast and potatoes. When in point of fact, there had been nothing that was taken out of the refrigerator. So this is a phenomenal story to show our listeners what can happen? What can happen to a senior if they don't have involved family members? Um, I have a similar story with the breakfast thing. So listeners, this is important. When you're talking to your loved one on the phone and you say, what did you have for breakfast? They are trained. They know they should have breakfast food and they know what breakfast food is. And that's just enough, like you said, the 22-minute rule, to tell you that they had breakfast. But until you are in the house, looking in their cupboards, looking in their refrigerator, will you ever really know? 
I've been to many houses and I use the same question, what did you have for breakfast? And I am telling you, this woman went on about all the items. And when I looked in the fridge, not one of them were there. So she was caught red-handed and she knew it. And the daughter (laughs) knew it. And the daughter's like, my mom needs to go to assisted living, but mom didn't want to go to assisted living. So like you just said, they do everything they can because we're smart. And here's the thing. We want you to do what you can do. We want you to remain independent. We're not like move everybody into a place. That is not that is not the goal of myself or Charlene. Our goal is just to educate you to pay attention. Pay, pay, pay attention to your loved ones. And if you are struggling in some of these areas, please do not deny it because it's going to get worse. It's not going to get better. And if it gets worse and you can't make a decision, do you really want the state of Michigan making that decision for you? Absolutely not. And there are so many families that come to me and they're like, my mom and dad will not talk to me about a power of attorney. And you know what I say to them? Go tell your mom and dad, do you want the state of Michigan making these decisions? Because if you don't assign me, you're going to have somebody you don't even know making decisions for you. And nine times out of ten, that's what does it. That's what does it. Because they at least know this person is my child or my friend or my neighbor or whoever you pick. It doesn't have to be a family member. At least pick someone you trust. And you'd much rather have that person than anybody else, I am sure of it. Right, Charlene? Exactly. When you get the personal care that that's involved in the you're stepping into the shoes of another human being. There's a lot of responsibility there, not medically, uh, safety issues, financial issues. Those are all things that are very important and that you need to take heed of now. Um, the alternative is that you meet me, and I have a staff of um, 14. I take care of 179 people. And we're streamlined, and we know how to do that really well. Um, There are guardians that don't have that amount of staff. There are guardians that aren't as educated. And so it's a a real mishmash right now. But um, we're working on improving um, public guardianship. So. So if you don't have a family member, if you're listening and you don't have a family member or a neighbor or a friend or someone you trust with guardianship, this is the time to make the call to Charlene. Because she can be there for you. We'd prefer you to have somebody you know. And the, and the law lends itself to that. Um, there is a list of appointments. Whoop, and we are out of time. <laughs> we'll be right back in a few moments. I'm Brian Kurtz, president of AIP Financial Services. A fixed annuity is similar to a CD at a bank. They both give you a guaranteed interest rate for a certain period of time and are very safe. Fixed annuities, though, typically pay a higher interest rate than CDs, and the interest is tax-deferred until you take it out. As an independent advisor, I'm proud to be able to offer the highest guaranteed rates anywhere in the nation. Call AIP Financial Services today at 866-247-6663 to find out what you could be earning on your safe money. 
This is Luke Hammett. By now you've all heard me talk about my pillow and how it's literally changed my life. They won't go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want, and they still maintain their shape. And most importantly, they're made in the USA. For a limited time only, Mike Lindell is offering his premium my pillows for his lowest price ever. You can get a queen size premium my pillow for twenty nine ninety eight. The regular price sixty nine ninety eight. That's a forty dollars savings, and kings are only five dollars more. Not only are you getting the lowest price ever twenty nine ninety eight for a queen size premium but Mike is extending his 60-day money-back guarantee to March 1st, 2021. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use the promo code LUKE. You will also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. Or call 800-861-6525 and use the promo code LUKE at checkout or on the web at MyPillow.com. But be sure to use the promo code LUKE at checkout. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. If you're in HR, you're probably wearing a lot of hats. Recruiter, team builder, trainer, mediator, policymaker, and of course, paper pusher. But not anymore. Bamboo HR is the number one HR software for small and medium businesses. It manages all your employee data easily and automates countless tasks so you can focus on people, not paperwork. Bamboo HR frees you from spreadsheets so you can do your real job, creating a great place to work. If the data shuffle and paperwork mountain have you ready to hang up all your hats, you're ready for Bamboo. If you handle HR records and paperwork, Bamboo HR is a dream. Let us free up your time and put your days of pushing paperwork behind you so you can focus on the people and making your company a great place to work for everyone. Try PC Magazine's top pick for HR software free today. Just go to BambooHR.com slash HR. This is a limited offer, only available to radio listeners at BambooHR.com slash HR. That's BambooHR.com slash HR. Hello, friends. This is John McCullough, and I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Here's how it works. Just go to Radio.com, tap Choose News Talk Radio, and then scroll down to WDTK The Patriot. It's that simple. Or you can just pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out today at Radio.com. This is Wendy Jones, and you're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. Welcome back to Next Steps for Seniors. We're here today with Charlene Disler from Probate Support Specialists. And Charlene's talking to us about guardianship and conservatorship and POAs and just being able to know what is happening in your loved one's lives and having the authority, really, to make decisions for your loved one so the state of Michigan doesn't do it for you. Uh, that's really what we're talking about, and it's critical information. So, Charlene, I wanted you to share, if you could, what is the priority of appointment? Um, there's an order, right, as we go through. Share that with our listeners. That's true. The The judge is um, restricted to who she can appoint. It starts with whomever your power of attorney is. The judge scrutinizes those documents, and if there's a, a an a clause in there that says my uh, power of attorney is to be my guardian, then the judge will appoint that person. The next person is your spouse. And a lot of times that spouse is also suffering from dementia, so they kind of look to the family for uh, a little leadership. They look to the guardian ad litem to say, hey, is there a child that needs to, um, and I apologize, I said sibling and I meant child. So you look to the children to step up after and the say, spouse. after the spouse. Okay, And then 
if there are no children, then they look to siblings to step up. Um, public guardians are guardians of last resort. We are appointed only if there is no one else available. Or we are a tool for the judge. If there's fighting going on between, the, let's say, the children, which oftentimes happens, the judge may appoint us temporarily to tell, help her sort things out, and then we come back at the full hearing, and we can also give our, our recommendations and background information that wasn't apparent at the temporary hearing. So. so I have another referral for you. I have a family right now that there's a daughter and a son. Dad lives alone in his own home and should not be alone in his own home. And the daughter and the son cannot, under any circumstances, get along. They're, they're literally not even speaking to each other. How is this sweet little man going to move forward in his life when his two kids cannot even have a conversation? It's awful. It is so incredibly sad. Listeners, please have these conversations ahead of time. And if you put your wills and your wishes of what you want done in an estate plan with the power of attorney, with everything listed out, you will not have this problem. It's true. The you need to have that. You need to educate yourself. You need to have those powers of attorney in place, and you've got to have those conversations with your children. It's, it's paramount to your well to your well being and your future independence. Okay, so talk to us about the Attorney General Task Force on Elder Abuse. Um, Governor Whitmer, Whitmer um, instituted through um, Attorney General Nessel's office the Task Force on Elder Abuse and Guardianship, and I have the privilege of representing the Michigan Guardianship Association in that process. Um, I think there are about 78 stakeholders at the table trying to look at all the different um, components of public guardianship. And with that, with the population of people that need public guardians growing, because we have this avalanche of drug-abused um, minds that um, become cognitively impaired, severely cognitively impaired, um, we're seeing an explosion with the drug abuse. So those that are mentally ill needing public guardians. Um, we have um, families that don't have the conversation right, and we've got a... Uh, an advanced, advancing population that's becoming more and more demented. And we have people that are more and more developmentally disabled. You know, autism is on the rise, or maybe it's being more diagnosed more often. So these are the folks that we take care of in public guardianship. And the Attorney General's um, office is um, trying to figure out formulas and assisting in helping um, to bring good, well-educated public guardians to the court's uh, resource and um, it, it, it's is there a shortage of public guardians um, well three or four years ago there were 393 companies and now there are less than 200 oh, wow. we're only paid $83 a month for our services when there is no money involved and a wow. lot of times we're take this the the indigent indigent population is who Primarily Usually are. if they don't have anybody, correct. Exactly. And or they've exhausted be... their families, both oh, financially so and emotionally. Sad. Yeah. So these are the people that we primarily take care of. So thank you. Oh. Honestly, Charlene, thank you for what you do. Because there are people like this sweet gentleman that I introduced you to who just didn't have anyone mm -hmm. available for him. 
I mean, his apartment is empty. There's a car in the parking lot. There's still food in the fridge. I mean, it's it's all just sitting there with nobody. And so, listeners, I just want you to really think, who do you have to lean on in times of crisis? And make those decisions right now while you are thinking about it. Because if you wait, you might not have a second chance. If you have a stroke, and I'm not breathing negativity into the air, I'm breathing, breathing wisdom. We have got to be smart about what the next steps are. And that is why Charlene is here today. So Charlene, you have talked about a lot of information in the last hour. We've got five minutes left in the program. Can you just share with our listeners, some may just be tuning in, what you think are the most important takeaways from today's program? I want you to remember that guardianship is a serious, serious thing. The court takes jurisdiction over your life for the remainder of the time that you're under guardianship. (coughs) And so... There's a suspension of your some of your rights. Um, you may not be able to vote. You definitely cannot carry a weapon. Um, it's questionable whether you'll be able to drive. All of the things that we take so for granted, they're suspe- those rights are suspended. And so guardianship is a serious thing, and you need to take that take um, uh, Wendy's advice to heart about seeking documents that will protect you from the government being involved in your life. Yeah, and a lot of people have to go to probate because they didn't put these proper documents in place. I mean, you truly should have a trust and have everything in the trust and who it's going to, beneficiaries. All that stuff needs to be done ahead of time. If you've got anything to your name, you need to have that lined up because what you don't want is this sweet little man and his two kids fighting literally tooth and nail. It's so sad. It breaks my heart. So listeners, I'm just encouraging you, if you're over the age of, I'm going to just going to go out and say, if you're over the age of 65, you should have a power of attorney. Everybody technically should, but for sure over the age of 65. And it, Or if you're retired, how about that? Some people retire at 50. But I'm just saying, you should have a power of attorney. You could have anything could happen to you at any given day, and there is nobody that can step in on your behalf unless you have that legal document. And I want to encourage you to get a trust, get everything lined up correctly. And if you do none of that, if you do absolutely none of that, and something happens to you and nobody steps up, you at least have Charlene. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much for um, trying to educate the public uh, this is an area of the law that really um, people know very little about. So I, I thank you for the opportunity to come on today and, and speak. It's important. To the issue. What you do is so important, and you're changing lives. You're you've, you're changing right now 179 people's lives every month. What what would they do without you, Charlene? Truly, um, I don't know what the alternative to public guardianship is. I don't. We I mean, we have that conversation quite often. And um, there's, it's a surrogate decision-making, and we do, we do the best we can by educating ourselves and staying aligned with um, the State Bar Association is a good referral source for mm-hmm. estate planning attorneys that specialize in this area. You don't want to go to just anybody. Um, do your research when you're picking out an attorney that is going to be drafting your documents. 
and very we, important. We actually are going to have um, a certified elder law attorney on the program soon. We had one last month, um, but it's a it's a hot topic. It's a topic that everybody needs to know, and I really believe strongly in getting the right person because, you know, listeners, you can go on Zoom. Or you can go on, you know, legal Zoom, I think it's called, and get a power of attorney. Mm-hmm. You can go on the internet. But I am telling you right now, you need to make sure those documents stand up in the court of law. And I don't know that they do. I would feel much safer spending the $400 if it is and getting the proper paperwork done through an attorney. Don't you agree with that, Charlene? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's not worth it. The alternative is not worth it. It is not worth it. I'm going to give you Charlene's uh, phone number again if you can grab your pen and paper. You definitely need to know this lady, and thank you for what you do, Charlene. She's with Probate Support Specialists. The phone number is 586-415-0136. And I just want to have a quick shout-out to our seniors. Know that we love you. Know that we're praying for you. Know that we care about you. And if you have a desire or a need, we've had plenty of programs on this radio show that we can refer you to, or you can call my office at 248-651-5010. Be blessed. You've been listening to this week's edition of Next Steps for Seniors with your host, Wendy Jones. You can reach Wendy with any questions you have at area 248-651-5010. That's 248-651-5010. Join us again next week as Wendy provides more information and resources for those important next steps for your elderly parent or loved one. Hey, are you guys open? Yeah, yeah, we are. Come on in. As businesses reopen across the nation, is your business prepared for what comes next? Salem Surround can help. COVID-19 brought America's thriving economy to a screeching halt. But now, local businesses are getting back to normal, and families are getting out to shops, stores, and restaurants. Are you ready for the return to business and all that pent-up consumer demand? Business recovery plans should be ready to go right now. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.